Yes, people, welcome back to another TS Talks podcast. Hope you're doing good, keeping safe. Um, now, first topic today is in regards to Glenn Kamara. Um, he, he unfortunately received racist abuse during Rangers' game um, against Slavia Prague on Thursday night. Um, now, firstly, you know I want to give credit um, to Steven Gerrard, who's the Rangers manager, um, for the way he handled the situation. Um, just in general, you can see that the way that he, he's a stand-up guy, you know, he stands by his players, and he even said in the post-match press conference that he would have been happy for the whole team to walk off if if, if need be. Um, and he also said, that, you know, we can't allow these situations to be let off the hook and then just wait for the next one. And, you know, it's true. This goes back to my conversation of recently where I was talking about Zaha, where, you know, um, where, you know, he said he he's not going to take the knee because it's just become pretty much protocol on things that actually need to be put in place. And it's true because following the incident on Thursday, Kamara and another um, Rangers player, you know, they got a lot of racist abuse online on Instagram. Um, Jude Bellingham um, received some racist abuse um, online on Saturday. Um, these can't be just individual incidents, which is like, OK, oh, well, it's another one. It's another one now. Not too long ago, it was Eddie and Ketia and Willian, um, Tammy Abraham. All all these people, all these situations keep happening, but nothing's being done about it. The organisations like Kick It Out, um, UEFA, FIFA, all these people have got to do something now to kind of do something, do something about it. For, for Slavia Prague, for me, you should be you should be kicked out of the tournament or if not given a massive fine something's got to be done about it but um even Slavia Pradesh had come out after the game and say that the the man that was accused of making the, the racist remark apparently he was punched up by Kamara in the tunnel and you know what if that is the case so be it I think that's the new thing now. Man want to come and say things to man, want to make derogatory terms and come across racist to people and that. And you just think, oh, yeah, people just have to take it. Well, that's the new thing now. You want to come across and be racist and make wrong terms, then, yeah, my new thing is that, you know what? If the organisation's not going to do nothing about it, then man out of racist just have to get punched up, innit? Sim- simple as that. That's my thoughts on it. But... Yeah, it's annoying that it's another racist situation. But like, like I said, it's on these organisations now to do something about it. you got to nip it in the bud. Like, it's all good talking about, oh, yeah, in the stands, Black Lives Matter, oh, we stand as one, um, unity, all this sort of stuff. But you're not doing nothing when a situation arises. you got to rise up now and do something. So, you know, if they do something about Slavia Prague, then... On my next episode, I'll talk about it, but all this, you know, pretty much protocol, take the knee. If you're not going to do nothing about it, there's no point. It's a waste of time. Um, But, yeah, it's a shame another racist incident in football, but, you know, like I said, it's on these organisations now. Now, on to some um, more positive news. Um, Following that unfortunate first topic, but Lawrence O'Coley... Um, you know, he gained the WBO world title um, for the Cruiserweight division on Saturday night. And it was a very good performance from him. Um, he's a man that in a few fights, especially, you know, Isaac Chamberlain, 
um, Matty Askin, like, um, he was more like Lawrence Hold Coley, like, because he was holding on, but um, his style's changed a lot since um, training with um, Shane McGuigan, and he, he he did really well in that fight, you know, credit to him on winning the world title, um, he said that next he wants to fight Bradis, and, you know, I can't really blame him, um, you know, even Eddie Hearn said the same thing, their plan for them sort of be to try unify the division as soon as possible, then move up to heavyweight. Um, you know, whilst he can still make that that cruiserweight weight limit, he's got to do everything quickly. Then move up. I think um, the move up to heavyweight will be interesting. I know he spars a lot of heavyweights um, quite frequently, um, but it's all about it will be about his. Um, I think his punch resistance in a sense. Ah. At heavyweight, I think what's good about him is that you don't really see him get hit um, because of his style. It's relatively awkward, and and yeah, um, we don't want to look too far ahead into the next further steps of his career. But for now, it's you know credit to him on winning that that world title within sixteen fights as a professional, and then we'll we'll see what next steps he takes from there. But yeah credit to him on that so that's it for me in this particular episode um if you haven't already done so and you're listening on youtube make sure you hit that subscribe button now and i'll catch you in the next one peace